Good evening and welcome back to Listen, TGN Daily's opportunity to meditate on the Word of God day and night. Amen. And this is part two of what we started this morning in Hebrews 12. And I don't know about you, but just through the reading of the scripture, the Lord is just coming at me with so much to awaken my heart and transform it. So let's hop right into the hearing of Hebrews 12. Tonight we are in verses 18 to 29 of Hebrews 12, and let's start with the reading of these verses in the New English Translation. For you have not come to something that can be touched, to a burning fire and darkness and gloom and a whirlwind and the blast of a trumpet and a voice uttering words such that those who heard begged to hear no more, for they cannot bear what was commanded. Even if an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned. In fact, the scene was so terrifying that Moses said, I shudder with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to myriads of angels, to the assembly and congregation of the firstborn, who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous who have been made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks of something better than Abel's does. Take care not to refuse the one who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused the one who warned them on earth, how much less shall we if we reject the one who warns from heaven? Then his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised, I will once more Shake not only the earth, but heaven too. Now this phrase, once more, indicates the removal of what is shaken, that is, of created things, so that what is unshaken may remain. So since we are receiving an unshakable kingdom, let us give thanks, and through this, let us offer worship, pleasing to God, in devotion and awe, for our God is indeed a devouring fire. So these verses pretty much run together in a good flow, but we're still going to chop them up a little bit. Um, in the New Living Translation as we did this morning in verses 1 through 17. So let's start with verses 18 to 21. You have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. 
verses 22 to 24. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven who have now been made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people into the sprinkled blood, which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. In 25 to 29, be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, We will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. If you're led to go for more in the verses we just read, I want to give you Exodus 19 that gives you some foundational contextual information that the Lord can work in to bring even more revelation to what we have heard and read tonight. But now let's have a full reading of Hebrews 12 verses 1 to 29 in the Amplified Bible. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart.
you have not yet struggled to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And you have forgotten the divine word of encouragement, which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not make light of the discipline of the Lord and do not lose heart and give up when you are corrected by him. For the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves and he punishes every son whom he receives and welcomes to his heart. You must submit to correction for the purpose of discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? Now, if you are exempt from correction and without discipline in which all of God's children share, then you are illegitimate children and not sons at all. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we submitted and respected them for training us. Shall we not much more willingly submit to the Father of spirits and live by learning from his discipline? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short time as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good so that we may share his holiness. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness, right standing with God, and a lifestyle and attitude that seeks conformity to God's will and purpose. So then, strengthen hands that are weak and knees that tremble, Cut through and make smooth, straight paths for your feet that are safe and go in the right direction, so that the leg which is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather may be healed. Continually pursue peace with everyone and the sanctification which which no one will ever see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of God's grace, that no root of resentment springs up and causes trouble, and by it it many be defiled. And see to it that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who sold his own birthright for a single meal. For you know that later on, when he wanted to regain title to his inheritance of the blessing, he was rejected for he found no opportunity for repentance. There was no way to repair what he had done, no chance to recall the choice he had made, even though he sought it with bitter tears. For you have not come, as did the Israelites in the wilderness, to a mountain that can be touched, and to a blazing fire, and to gloom, and darkness, and a raging windstorm, and to the blast of a trumpet, and a sound of words such that those who heard it begged that nothing more be said to them, for they cannot bear the command. If even a wild animal touches the mountain, it will be stoned to death. In fact, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I am filled with fear and trembling. But you have come to Mount Zion, into the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to merits of angels and feast festive gathering, and to the 
general assembly and assembly of the firstborn who are registered as citizens in heaven, and to God, who is judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous, the redeemed in heaven, who have been made perfect, bringing them to their final glory, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, uniting God and man, and to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of mercy, a better and nobler and more gracious message than the blood of Abel, which cried out for vengeance. See to it that you do not refuse to listen to him who is speaking to you now. For if those sons of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to him who was warned, who warned them on earth, revealing God's will, how much less will we escape if we turn our backs on him who warns from heaven? His voice, his voice shook the earth at Mount Sinai then, but now he has given a promise saying, yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the starry heaven. Now this expression, yet once more, indicates the removal and final transformation of all those things which can be shaken, that is, of that which has been created, so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude and offer to God pleasing service and acceptable worship with reverence and awe. For our God is indeed a consuming fire. So today we were in Hebrews 12 in the morning and this evening, and we heard it in the voice, the new English translation, the new living translation, and the amplified Bible. If you desire to hear it in other translations, paraphrases, and or commentaries, please be encouraged to do so as much as it will be helpful to you gaining understanding and growing in the comfort of the word. I'll be honest with you, friends. I reread these verses over and over again. I've never re-recorded so much <laughs> in our time of day and night meditation. But it, it, through it, the Holy Spirit led me to what he wanted us to join into together. And now let him lead you in what he wants to lead you in as we um draw apart from one another. But as we depart for the evening and for the listen. Tuesday through Thursday week. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for directing us to this chapter today. I want to give all glory to you because it is you. And I am so grateful and humble to be able to hear you and to obey you. So I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for allowing me to be a vessel for you to work through in order to draw your daughters and any sons that, that join us closer to you by way of your word which is our solid foundation to build upon, our solid foundation in knowing you. Hallelujah. So we thank you, Lord. I thank you for the particulars and the specifics, the distinct things you are speaking to us through these verses today. There's something about hearing them, reading them, sticking with whatever you highlight for us in this chapter today 
that will equip equip us for for life hallelujah that would equip us in some distinct way lord and so i speak that out by faith and i pray that each of us will receive that by faith that we will not refuse the one who is speaking to us right now so holy spirit thank you Thank you for being our teacher, our guide, and our friend. Thank you for the comfort you bring us through the word that doesn't always make us comfortable, but does do what is good and for our good within us. So we bless your holy name and we thank you for blessing your word to us. In the name of Jesus, amen.